All right, welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Tuesday, September 17th, 2019. I'm your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. I am very, I don't know the word. I don't know the word, the adjective that I want to use here to describe how I feel about you joining the show, Matt. Obligated, I think. I I am very obligated. Charitable, yeah. (laughs) I'm feeling very nice. So that voice you hear is Matt Sheehan. Matt is the, we need to work on this. You are the patron saint of pessimism. That's what I I like to call you in my head. I guess, fine. Yeah, the the Michigan State patron saint of pessimism. pessimism. Can you put that in your Twitter bio? Come on. I, I feel like I'm just one step away from pessimism. I, I, I feel I, I'm still in the denial phase where I still think I'm just calling it how I see it, okay. which is <laughs> just being real. So like once I get through that, then yeah, I, I will do that. Okay. We can, <sighs> we can table that for another day. Okay. Uh, Matt, of course, writes for uh, The Only Colors, and yep. we uh, enjoy your work there, certainly, Matt. Um, but uh, Matt is, you're, you're just pandering me now. I, I, I'm being patronized now. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt's going to join us for the entire show today, so looking forward to doing that. Matt, are you looking forward to the show? Yeah, I am. Yeah. A- ask me in about like 15 minutes. Um yeah, but right now I'm very happy to be on. Great. Yeah. Um, before we get going today, uh, reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find this podcast literally anywhere you get podcasts. Search Locked on Spartans. Hit that subscribe button. We do this show every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Matt, what are we going to talk about on the show today? Tease the show for us. Uh, AJ Hoggard coming in for a big visit. Big visit. Uh, East Lansing. Yep. Um, Imani Bates w- was on campus this weekend. Whispers of him reclassifying. Uh, I'm not sure if that'd be to 2020 or 2021, but uh, let's just assume 2020, just, just for the sake <laughs> just of argument. So. Skip two years of high school. It's, it's so overrated. Yeah. I mean, you don't need junior, <laughs> senior year. What do you learn anyway? Honestly, uh, Imani Bates doesn't need high school. We can just go ahead and say that. No, He's going to no, make God, no. $100 million. <laughs> In about five years, he doesn't need high school. No, oh. this is a waste of time. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some football. So, God! okay, yeah, let's uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it, Matt. <sighs> yep. Speaking of wasting time, <laughs> how after you spike a ball, do you hum and haw for like fifteen seconds before deciding? Ah, yeah, field goal time. Why not? Let's trot him out there. I mean. It- 15 seconds is, is nice. They wasted 10 seconds deciding what to do. I know. They decided know. to run a play. They ran yeah. the lineup for the play. And then 10 seconds later decided, nah, we'll kick it. I, I honestly cannot believe Coughlin made that first kick. I mean, I can't he, either. Th- like, because he, he was like marching off, like he was stepping off his field goal. And I looked at the play clock, two seconds on the play clock as he was marching mm-hmm. his field goal off. I'm like, what kind of a fire drill like are we running? Like th- this could not have been practice. Like this is not how the game plan goes as you're it, practicing pressure situations. Can it be? I mean, it was an <sighs> incredible job by a true freshman long snapper. God, that's so true. A yeah. new holder and yeah. the kicker. Like that is really hard to do. And the battery there was friggin' perfect. Um, incredible. Yeah. Like that is a ten out of ten performance. And of course, ah, or 12 out of 12 performance, or 12 out of 12 performance. There you go. Yep. Uh, where are you at? Let's start here. Where are you at mentally oh, not right now place. with this team and 
what the next few weeks has in front of it. So one half of me is still thinking like, okay, I, I get it. I, there's been enough people in my mentions, whatever, and I've read the box score enough times to see like, yeah, we did get north of 400 yards. And to have north of 400 yards and only seven points is quite literally an anomaly. Like that has, the last time that happened to any team was in 2017 USC mm-hmm. in whatever bowl game they, yeah, they fumbled away. That's the one. Oh, great memories of the Cotton Bowl. Love the Cotton Bowl. Oh, God, I cannot get enough of it. Uh, I don't think they played it in 2016, though. Like, uh, after the 2015 season, I don't think they played a Cotton Bowl. No, I think there was, like, a World War where a bunch of athletes had to yeah. fill in their duties. And, no Cotton yeah. Bowl. No. The one after that, yes. Correct. A, stati- so, a statistical anomaly in every sense of the word. But go on. And so that's the thing too. So, and, and just like the whole eye test, cause I, you know, I haven't done like a film thing or rewatch the game. I probably never will rewatch this game, <laughs> but like just, just being there, I'm like, you know, the office is looking pretty good. Like Stewart mm-hmm. once again, looks incredible in the slot. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about running backs yet. Cause I don't want my head to explode just yet. We'll get um, the work he like looks sharp for the most part. He had some bad throws, but I mean, who doesn't? He was okay. I, I, yeah. The, the fumble didn't help either, but like he looked good for the most part. And the other half of me is calling that first half an idiot uh, because this is the fifth time in the last seven games we've seen a touchdown or less from this offense. And boy, howdy, does that not really make you confident for the rest of the year, especially as you have a murderer's row of a conference schedule coming up with at Wisconsin, at Ohio State, and Penn State at home. And it just goes from there. Nothing you said is yeah. factually inaccurate. Okay. But I, I hey, good start for me then. All right. It's a good start for you, but I want to push back a little bit. Go on. Yeah. I don't think it's totally fair to mm-hmm. include what happened at the end of 2018 when evaluating this team. Well, I I know statistically it doesn't make sense, but just from like watching like just a head beating performance of like <laughs> oh just one touchdown oh wow our defense played absolutely spectacular and we still couldn't get a win for them like oh this is just great like I I get like the cream's gonna rise to the top here and offensive production is gonna add up to more points eventually it's not gonna be a seven point performance with four hundred yards all the time but at the same time you only have like nine games left and to. Get out of that historically easy non-conference schedule with a two-on-one record, like, isn't great. It, it's not fantastic. I know that you know, we could write the ship this week, three and one against Northwestern. Who knows? Maybe four and one against Indiana. Like, I, I still think like five and zero was on a lot of people's radars, and it wasn't like a crazy ask to no. ask for a five and zero start. No, I, I mean, mean, they shouldn't have lost that game. They play that game ten times. They win at nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, let me just throw this at you, yeah, and then we'll, go on. We'll, we'll go on from there. So okay. this is Michigan State's yards per play and notable bad games, Okay, and I'll have the rank of the, the defense they played in SP+, plus. okay? Okay. So against Oregon, number 50 in SP+, plus, they had 3.8. Against okay. Rutgers, number 67, they had 3.8. So those are really bad, just for reference. It's like yeah. five, five... Point three, I think, is middle of the pack this year. 5.4, something like that is middle of the pack. Okay, Nebraska, number 55, defense, 3.6. So, again, okay. bad. Going in the right direction here. All right, there we go. Ohio Good. State, Ohio State, number 26, 4.1. Um, hey, hey, what a do, baby, north yep. of four. <laughs> north of four, that game was a special teams and field position disaster. Um, but still, 4.1 is bad. 
Yeah. Michigan, number nine, 1.8. Yeah. So that's pretty on par. Hmm. Yep. Tulsa, number 77, 3.9. God. Arizona State, number yeah. number seven, okay. 5.5. 5.5, okay. So here's the problem. That's a great stat. Um, <laughs> the point scored of seven is the one I'm really hung up on right now. I know. And I think I will be hung up on that until, oh, the kickoff of the Indiana game, I think. Maybe. It, it could go longer than that. I'm, I'm talking best case scenario. I'll be hung up on this game for two weeks. I know. And I'm not um, not trying to say the offense was good. Hear me hear me when I say this. I am yeah. not saying the offense played well and was good because you can't score seven points against any defense. I don't care how good they are and yeah. say that was good. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that in 2018, they literally could not move the ball. Couldn't oh, move yeah. the ball against mediocre offenses or mediocre defenses. They could not move the ball. They just moved the ball at an above average clip against a really great defense. Yeah. It's, no, I, it, it does make sense. And like, obviously, a lot of people like myself are frustrated with the offense and totally offense. Why did I put some Southern playing on that? That was weird. Offense. Um, so the Run offense. Run the dang ball. <laughs> Come on. So, like, I know a lot of people are upset with the big old number seven and crossing the mm-hmm. goal line once like, mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. But, like, and we can get into this later if you still want to talk offense, but like I'm just more upset at like just the coaching. Like sure. that was such a a, a, yeah. a fumble job by the coaching staff. Like between the last 50 seconds of the game or the running back selection on fourth and one, giving it to a guy who continuously can't give you meaningful 36 inches whenever you ask him to. Like, but anyway, but yeah, like going back to the offense, yeah, th- those numbers are encouraging. That that's all I'm trying to do is encourage. I know, I know, but still, like he only gets so many games. There's only 12 games in a season. Just like let one go, just like that, where it could be the difference between like a decent bowl game and the pinstripe bowl, or <laughs> I don't know, because I don't even know what to say anymore. I I, I don't want to talk about bowl games. I don't want to talk about. It. I still think we're gonna make a bowl game. Like I, I don't think it's a hot take. I'm not gonna go full on like, oh, this is a four and eight team. Like I had a number of people. Say I only see two more wins or three more wins on their schedule, and I was like, "Yeah, you guys got to calm down." It's I'm, I'm like, not there yet. But I know. If things go south Saturday, then holy I hell! Know. Like I, I have no. Oh, I'm sorry, I swear on your podcast. Uh, I have no other choice but to 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 go there. I mean, that... It's okay. I I just want to say they scored 51 points last week. <laughs> Yeah, God, doesn't that seem like forever ago? Doesn't it's it's it? like it's it's like that. That seems like it was three years ago, but like 2018 also seems like it all happened in August. <laughs> like it's 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 not good. I know. It's not good. It's I not get healthy. it. It's, it's recency bias. It's one of the most powerful things that impacts the human brain, and mm-hmm. it just you got to try to filter it out. We're gonna talk about those coaching decisions here in a minute, though. But first, right. Matt, let me tell you about Vivid oh. Seats. Okay. You and the listener got to talk about Vivid Seats. Dan and Lisa behind me might be selling their tickets on Vivid Seats. Dan and uh, Lisa, they're just yeah. so fed up with Matt that they're putting the yeah. rest of their season tickets on Vivid Seats. Yeah, so for five five cents each. Just get you, me out of here. <laughs> if you want to get to Spartan Stadium and watch Michigan State play behind the patron saint of pessimism yeah. for MSU football, Matt Sheehan, 
Don't. Then you need to go to Vivid Seats and buy those tickets. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price and look for the seats in the specific section and row in your choice, all in the easy-to-use Vivid Seats app. And to make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows you, the fan, to earn credit back. It's called Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, and you will automatically be enrolled into the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. And of course, with Vivid Seats, every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. You love that, Matt, don't you? I, did you even breathe? That was impressive. <laughs> From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater tickets and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app. And join the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program today. Enter promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That is promo code KICKOFF100 to receive a discount of up to $100. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. God, your face has got to be purple right now. That, that, was, that was well done. Very well done. Okay, let's, um, let's talk about some coaching malpractice. Mm-hmm. I don't... Here's the thing. Okay. It's incredibly frustrating. And yesterday on the show, I kind of laid out like how unacceptable all of that was and how Bush League and... That was really bad. It's it's high school football mistakes. It was really bad. And you've got a staff, like you got a coach that makes $5 million. You got a staff that makes combined X million dollars. That can't happen. Here's what I want to ask you because we know it was bad. Mm -hmm. We've yeah. gone over. Like, That's true. We, we don't have to rehash this. Yeah, yeah, we know it was bad. Yeah. Do you think it's something that is honestly a concern moving forward? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, do. I, I've 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 heard the fog of war thing a little too many times <laughs> in, in the last few weeks. And when I was following on the teleconference yesterday, and Antonio was saying like, oh, I don't I don't really know. It's the whole fog of war thing. It's like, yeah. Are are, are you mentally okay then? Like, it, it's not like that was the first down. Like they spiked the ball. You had additional time to think about that. And you can't say that you've never thought about that situation in your life before. That's a pretty common scenario of having to march on the field in a two-minute drill and set up a field goal with no timeouts because you burnt them to have no God, spy on the – anyway. Uh, <laughs> to, to not be, like, mentally in tune there – and I get the refs are kind of, you know, not having a great game and frustrations, but, like, Chief, you, you've got to, got to be mentally in tune there to send your field goal unit out when they should go out or – Take a shot at the end zone. I mean, it's whatever, yeah, so. it's a three second thought. Eleven seconds. We're at the X yard line. Yeah, uh, right. Three seconds thought. He has, he has thirty to think yeah. about it, and a, a total complete dud. I mean, yeah, but I, I, just, I get it. The officials blew it with the guy jumping over the pile. Whatever. Oh it, it, it shouldn't have mattered. So here's my where I'm at right now. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough because I feel like it's kind of out of character for him. Don't you? I, I do, but man, he ain't getting any younger. And I've been hearing this fog of war thing a little too far too many times. And I know he's talking about the player sometimes when he talks about it. Usually, but man, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it's not like this is like a minor meltdown. Like that, that was, that was a full on meltdown at the end there. So, uh, my worry scale is maybe at like a 7.8 out of 10. Okay. Uh, for, for good old Mark, but man, that, that was bad. I'm at a three, but if, if something okay. like that happens again, I'm jumping to an eight or nine. Like we're not, yeah. we're not slowly climbing up the scale. We're either at a three and settling back down towards zero or we're launching towards 10. It's concerning. Yeah. It's something that is like, how does that even happen? I know. But well, and he's usually so sharp too in those situations yeah. is the other thing. I think that's also what I'm grading on. It's like, we're, we're used to quick, concise, 
albeit sometimes gutsy, confident, and then yesterday or not yesterday, two days ago, lacked all of that. So I, yeah, that's why I'm a little more worried. Than- and I, I think it's fair to say in that moment he he choked. And but yeah, I mean, there's no other way to put it. Yeah, yeah, and that's not his mo, right? That's James Franklin. <laughs> that is yeah, right? vintage. That's, yeah, that's, that's Andy Reid. Yeah, Mark D'Antonio yeah. has a reputation. John L. I mean, yeah. that's John L. Smith. Mark yeah. D'Antonio has a reputation for doing the opposite of that, right? And that's why. And I think God, it was just such a weird night because you've got the record, the everything going wrong, the officiating's a disaster, the state, the stadium had a collective butthole squeeze that was just everyone was so tight, yeah, so tense. That was a great atmosphere, though. Not 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 to break no, it my was, hand, patting ourselves like, in the back, but man, the, the whole stadium was rocking that night. It that was. was great. No, the fans were great. But in that moment when everyone's like, this is the game, like yeah. everyone was tense. And I'm not going to excuse it for sure, but I totally understand how he would get to a point where he was just not as sharp as he needed to be mentally. Yeah. And that's not to excuse it or explain it or not to excuse it. It's just explaining what happened and it can't happen. And that's why I feel sick for the players because to get down to that situation with 50 seconds and no timeouts is incredible. Like, yeah, that was that was great. Like, they had no reason to do what they did <laughs> late in the game like that, and and they did it. They did it perfectly until, you know, you, 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 we know. Yeah, I mean, and it's yeah. just, and even like something like subbing in a player when you have no timeouts and knowing that that's going to lead oh, to an additional five seconds. My God, we'll get to the running backs, but like, I know. Yeah, that's the thing. I, that's, I, don't, I don't care if you sub Le'Veon Bell in, though. Like, like who, why, what are you doing subbing anyone Anyone. anyone. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, man. If you think Hayward, <sighs> and I, I will actually go with you on this logic, that in that two-minute drill, Hayward is the one you want in there because he's more familiar, has more route experience, more pass blocking experience, has good hands, yeah. and can do all that sort of stuff. He's not running between the tackles in that spot. It's right. sort of what Connor Hayward does really well. That's mm-hmm. fine. Start the drive with them. Start him there. Start him there. Start the drive with them. Start him there. <laughs> have, <laughs> that that have, seems easy. Yeah. Have Eli Collins on the bench. It's totally fine. This isn't like a starter situation. Yeah. This is like two minute drill. We got to get down the field now. Who's yeah. our best pass? We we know that there's situation. no halfback draws being pulled out right now. Like, <laughs> oh, we're we, not going like, to run Everyone in the stadium knows what you're going to do. You're, you're throwing for 10, 15 plus yards every play. Yeah. Like just start it with your guy. Yep. To- I'm totally 100% fine with Hayward being that guy in that scenario. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. you can't bring him in. Halfway through the drive. You can't sub anyone in that drive. I, the no. 11 that start the drive have to be the 11 that finish the drive. I don't know, though. Like, Do you think MSU could have used five more seconds there at the end of that drive? <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's hard to say. <sighs> 11 seconds is just in that sweet spot of like, eh, but 16, you're 100% taking a shot. Oh, God, yeah. 100%. <sighs> and you honestly, you might not even take a shot. You might, let's get 10 yards and get out of bounds. Yeah, or just like run the ball to the middle of the hashes. I mean, you could even do that, set it up. I mean, you, you could have eight seconds to s- spike the ball again. Yeah. I mean, uh, everyone's close. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'm just going to keep saying all well until oh. kickoff on Saturday. That, 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 uh, that's just my whole week. It's just saying, ah, who cares? We're really deep down inside. It's me. I care. You care. Let's, <sighs> um, let's pause for just a second. When we come back, okay. we'll talk about running backs, and I want to talk about this Vegas line, too. God, this Vegas line gets me excited. <laughs> Make a memory that lasts a lifetime. Let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That is promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. So, running backs. Yeah. 
What was your reaction to D'Antonio saying it's a coach's decision moving forward with the running backs? I thought, okay, so usually the day after a loss, I'm, I'm usually fine. Like the, the morning after. I've seen enough losses in my life where it, it's Gucci, we're fine, it's it's life, it's just a game will go on. This one took a while, and I think by <laughs> like, when does the teleconference start? My timeline's a little fuzzy here. Is it like 6 o'clock is when it usually starts? I don't know. Yeah. But let's call it six. By like six, I was like, you know, fine. I'm, I'm starting to get back down to earth. You know, it's, it's been a good Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I jump on my phone and I see that. I'm like, I'm back. I'm back to just being really pissed. I'm, I'm so pissed off right now. Like, what do you mean? You, you, you have a running back that has vision, can cut. I've seen him break a tackle. And you have two running backs that their skill set in those three aspects that I just listed are questionable at best. Like, Let's maybe just have your two running backs that came here as running backs, not as athletes, take the majority of touches. I, I don't know. Like that doesn't seem crazy to me, does it? No. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know if that's posturing or whatever. Uh, but Eli Collins. Well, I'll ask later today. This is going out Tuesday morning. I will ask at D'Antonio's thing. Someone will ask about yeah. this. Is, is there's no reason that the running back job should be up for grabs? And if there's anyone that might have an additional say in taking carries from Eli Collins, it's Anthony Williams Jr. A hundred percent. Because he only had two carries, and I think it was like for nine yards, whatever. Yeah. And again, like, I, he, like I'll have to go back and look, whatever. But like from from my vantage point, it looked like he shouldn't have gotten any yards on those carries. <laughs> they were they were blocked okay. He actually, um, they were fine runs. They were decently blocked, and he did a good job. Um, he's a more explosive player and more shifty right. than Eli, and I think you can use him in a different. A uh, number of ways. I would like to see him run some zone read stuff with Loriki and just see what that looks like. That'd be great. You know, yeah. get Eli 17 carries, get Williams seven carries, yeah. get Williams out in the slot a little bit, and then use Hayward in third down situations as a tight end, H back in the slot. And then if you're first and goal from the one and you want to bring in the heavy set and bring in the Darius and pound it right in the middle, do that. Like that seems yeah. to me like that's what the roles seem to be defined as or or on fourth and one you can give it to the running back <laughs> that can't get a first down on fourth and one and just give the ball right back so, so that play call was my aneurysm moment of the game yeah that, that was it right there right when he right sure. when he walked on the field because everyone knew what was going to happen everyone knew the play call yeah. everyone knew, knew the result it was it was telegraphed yeah. uh there was a numbers disadvantage michigan state uh, the guys that they had blocking blocked it really well. There was a big hole. Yeah. It was really well blocked. The problem was it was telegraphed. There were too many Arizona State defenders to block, and there was a defender meeting Hayward in the hole at the line of scrimmage. 190-pound yeah. safety, 230-pound running back, and he gets 0. 0.00 yards after contact. That just – it can't happen. No, you, you need a guy that can make one – one, just just one man miss, He's, and not you're even it that. To the running just, backs that can't just fall forward. Oh my god, dude! How are you? Two hundred thirty pounds and not moving it's, anything. It's just not his game. That's not in. I, I, and I don't know how it can't be. Like just on accident, just just on gravity alone. <laughs> I, I don't know how it can't be anyone's game. Some but. guys are just like like he got hit in the legs and he went down quick. I mean, that's just I guess. Yeah, it's not Connor's skill set. And Connor is a really good football player and can do a bunch of things. That's not his yeah, game. And right. it, like, I'm not going to fault him. Like, He should have picked it up. I'm not going to fault him for being in a spot where he wasn't set up to succeed. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to pile too much on him, but I, I mean, I, I'm in it too deep at this point to take any of that back. But it is more so on the coaches for putting him out there. It's like, you guys have yeah. seen this guy play all of last year, the first two games this year. You finally have running backs. 
why don't we play a running backs? That that seems like a a great idea to me. Yeah, but, it, like if that's Eli Collins, he doesn't bust it or anything like that, but he wiggles enough. He gives you a chance. He, like, well, he makes it like a sh- an across shoulder arm tackly thing where the defender, instead of just hitting him score on, is tripping him up, and he's kind of falling forward and stumbling and getting a yard and a half. Yeah, that's right. his game. Like you don't get a clean shot on him because he's wiggly and he's quick on his feet and makes cuts. Like he wouldn't have gotten through that, but he would have gotten the first down there. And I think honestly, yep. the Darius Jefferson probably plows through that guy a little bit better. Like he does have some good power there. Maybe. Yeah. Um, we'll never know. We'll never know. And I just, it, it, it's not Hayward's game. And you're setting him up to fail and you're setting him up for criticism. It's not. And everyone knows it. And the, the coaching staff should absolutely know it too. They like, should. It's, it's an inexcusable whatever. personnel decision. And it's a, it's a bad play call. It would have worked regardless if you had the right personnel in. And you just didn't. You, you yeah. chose the guy who's probably fourth on the list of four in your running back group of who you want picking up that yard. Or five if it's up to Lawrence Thomas playing his brother. I mean, you can <laughs> trot him out there too. So Get Ambry Thomas out there. He'll pick it up. All right. Sure. Michigan State opens as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That made me smile. Uh, that that I, was a bigger number than I thought we'd see. I, I thought it would be seven. And then I I'm a continue to smile <laughs> when I read your tweet about the public money uh, going all in Northwestern yeah. and the line still moving to MSU. Like, let me, yeah, let me I am, explain I am that. the, you, you know, that mem or meme, I don't know, however you meme. just uh, pronounce it, whatever, it doesn't matter, whatever that is on Twitter of uh, walking Phoenix with the, the Joker painted with a, yeah. the tear streaming down his yep. face. Uh, that, that, that was me personified looking at that line. I'm like, <laughs> I am so back in. We are, we are going to house Northwestern by 22 next week. This is great. I cannot wait to, I cannot wait for Saturday. Let me, uh, let me explain what that tweet was and what is the phenomenon there because it's yeah it's not super common it's a little common but it's something really easy to pick up on that like professional betters key in on an an exploit in a big way yeah so it's called reverse line movement and what it is is when the public is backing a side like so right now northwestern is getting 60 percent of the bets to michigan state getting 40 so the public is on northwestern by a decent margin despite that the line has continued to rise, making it even more enticing to pick Northwestern. So it was six and a half opening. Now it's at eight. So it's even better to get Northwestern plus eight. So despite the fact that everyone, not everyone, but a a good majority is picking Northwestern, Vegas is trying to entice more people to pick Northwestern. That means that despite having 40% of bets, Michigan State has the majority of money. And when you have 40% of the bets and say 60% of the money, that means you've got some huge bets. And huge bets are placed by professional gamblers. It's called sharp money. So the sharp money in this game is on Michigan State and the public, who is, you know, kind of who you want to bet against most times, uh, is on Northwestern. So that bodes well for Michigan State. Basically, a lot of people who bet a lot of money on college football and are a lot smarter than you or I really like Michigan State to win by at least a touchdown this weekend. That's Should we talk about, should we talk about the over under too? <laughs> <laughs> the over what did the the over under It opened at, at 40 and a half and now it's at 38 and a half. I thought it's it was at, at 38 and a half right now. Whatever it is, it's at 38 and a half right now. Yeah. 90% <laughs> right now. of tickets are on the under. Um I'm still I'm still taking the under with 38 and a half. It, it's going to have to get down to 33 and a half for me to even consider taking the over. Generally when you see something like 90% of tickets on one thing, 
it makes you say, I'm going to go the other way on this one. But Michigan State and unders um, just have this magical way of, you know, games ending up 10 oh, to 3. Oh, yeah. Like they oh, just, I don't know if either team gets to 20, yeah. let alone two of these teams yeah. uh, on oh, Saturday. No, so yeah. I'm going under. Northwestern has a brutal offense. Brutal. Hunter Johnson is that five star? Five star. Five star. Yeah, that's that. Wow. That's something else <laughs> for quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Really <sighs> highly touted recruit. Uh, it's He's going to throw for 470 yards now that I'm saying this. <laughs> He's going to light us up now. <laughs> it's um, it's not going well. They don't have a good line. They don't have a run game. They don't have a pass game. They don't do anything well on offense. Um, yeah. This one could very easily be 13 to three. Very easily. And it might as well be a neutral site game, too. And I it mean. might as well be a neutral site game. Uh, Chicago is East Lansing West. Um, there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of Michigan State fans in the crowd there. So, the you know, Michigan State on a neutral field is probably favored by nine, eight or nine against Northwestern at six and a half. Now it's eight in Northwestern. So, yeah, the, the, the people who know, Vegas knows, and Vegas really likes Michigan State to win by at least a touchdown. So take that for what it's worth. I'm so excited. I, I'm, I'm, I'm back in. I'm back into 10 wins. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. What I'm looking most forward to, and this will be the last thing we do, is Michigan State uh, beating Northwestern like 28 to 3. Mm-hmm. And everybody coming back. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding back. me? Yep. Oh, man. I, if, I, I cannot wait for people to just send me screenshots of my own tweets yeah. on Saturday. Oh, that, that's going to be awesome. I won't even carry it. Please do it. <laughs> I hate I hate freezing cold takes. I think it's totally unfair, Same. and I think it's yeah. cherry-picking, and I think it's BS. Everyone's yeah. wrong all the time. Everyone's yeah. going to have a wrong opinion. It's totally unfair. I will send mm-hmm. that account 100 of your tweets. That's if, fine. <laughs> after Michigan State, if they beat Northwestern by like 20 points. That That, that is A-okay. That's, that's fine with I'm me. I'm 100% yeah. doing that. Okay. And, right. and if they come back and throttle <laughs> Illinois, or I'm sorry, Indiana, and then uh, beat Ohio State, that, wow. I, I'm just going to print them off and mail them to them. So I will decorate oh. your office in your own shitty tweets. Please. All right, Matt, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining me. How do you think it went? Thank you. How, how are you feeling? I, I'm leaving this conversation a lot happier than I thought I'd leave this conversation. <laughs> I feel there, like- there was a little bit of me that thought that like we were just going to come to blows, that we were going <laughs> to drive to Temecula and meet up and just start throwing hands. But no, this it went the opposite direction. Listen, I'm happy it did. I am 100% with everyone who is incredibly frustrated. You have every reason <laughs> to be frustrated. Well, I am not good. with you on projecting all of that moving forward. A lost season. Okay. It's, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, it's right. like they're averaging 30 points a game. I'm back. Like, I feel like the stage of the grief, I need to insert like a part where it's like, just talk to Will. Talk like, to Will. It, yeah. Yeah. Talk to Will is like right in between like acceptance and moving on. Yeah. Or, or no, like, I don't know, whatever it is. Every, it, you're, you're a big part of it though. <laughs> everyone is clamoring for just be okay on offense. And if it weren't for some terrible refereeing, some weird, fluky, bad decisions and a near miss here, near miss there, you know, they score. You know, yeah. your kicker who is freaking automatic, missing a He'll thirty-one be yarder. Really like, back. That they could have easily scored twenty points in that game, and everything is hunky dory, and on we go. Yep. You wanted an okay offense. You got an okay offense. Sometimes they're going to be good. Sometimes they're going to have bad luck, and it's going to look really bad. 
That's, yeah, we that's want our OKOps that scores touchdowns. We, we just weren't specific enough with our ass. Yeah. We, I, I think yeah. that was our problem. I yeah. want an OK offense that averages 26 points per game by scoring 26 every single game. I don't want a game of 40 and a game of 14. I want 26 every yeah. game. Correct. Yeah, yeah. We should have been more specific. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not how football works. But. Ah, shoot. All right. Yeah. You got an OK offense. Northwestern's a way better matchup. Michigan State's faster than them. Arizona State was really fast. Michigan State couldn't be bigger than them because they're not good at being big. They can be faster than Northwestern. They're going to run more spread stuff. They're going to run more zone stuff. It's going to be more effective. Everything's going to be okay, Matt. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Thanks for joining me. All right. I will be uh, back tomorrow with a different Matt. We got Hepner on. The smart one. Nice. (laughs) Smart Matt on tomorrow's show for a segment. We'll go over some of uh, my film stuff and some of his film stuff. If you haven't read my film room piece, do so. SpartansWire.usatoday.com. You can learn some stuff. I basically go through all the reasons everything went wrong. Um, it'll make you mad, but it'll make you also realize, like, dear God, they can make this better. Because they can. Matt? Right. This isn't 2018. This offense can move the ball. This isn't even Tulsa, Matt. Okay. It's just, it was a weird, fluky anomaly with a bunch of bad decision-making sprinkled in. <laughs> great. Okay. Go green. We're getting <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Until then, uh, go ahead and close this out, Matt. Oh, yeah. Spartans by 20. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. See you tomorrow.